This episode of Financial Safari is brought to you by Phil Capriotti and Senior Tax and Insurance Advisors for all your retirement needs. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deluda or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Well, hello, America. This week on the Financial Safari, we're going to talk about the importance of tax diversification. The average person planning for retirement typically does not consider the impact of taxes on their portfolio, whereas a $2 million portfolio can easily be drawn down to zero between 8 and 10 years, and taxes has a big effect on that. We're also going to go through a brand-new study from Purdue University, eight-part study focused on financial management. That and much more this week on the Financial Safari. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. And welcome into the Financial Safari, folks. I am consumer advocate Chris Brethauer, joined in studio, as always, by best-selling author of Financial Safari and Successonomics, a book which was co-authored alongside the one and only Steve Forbes. He is president of the International Association of Registered Financial Consultants, as well as a registered fiduciary, over 26 years of experience in the financial arena. Coach Pete DeRuto, welcome in, Coach. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing great. I am really excited to be here. I'm excited to get into all those topics. For once, you know, I can say I'm excited to get into taxes, even, uh, talking alongside you. But what do you got in store for us? Well, it's a great day to talk about financial subjects, isn't it? it every, is. every day is great. You know, every day people ignore financial subjects as well, <laughs> and we call them blind spots. And I, I have a video series that everybody loves. It's it's in a box set with a guidebook and a workbook and a real book along with a DVD, and it's called The Seven Financial Blind Spots. Yeah. And if we ignore things, they're blind spots. They're, they're, if, we're, if we're not paying attention to them or addressing them, Chris, they're going to be blind spots. In other words, we're going to go down the road. We're going to assume everything's fine. And then down the road, it's not going to be fine. Exactly. You know, blind spots cause the biggest accidents I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, and when we talk about just the financial world in general, though, there's a lot of planning that goes into your retirement other than your retirement and your money. (laughs) Yeah. And so, and many people I talk to lately don't want to retire. They just want to have a comfortable lifestyle all the way through retirement or what retirement was supposed to be. Many people want to keep working, but they want to know if they want to retire or do things like on a Tuesday, they wake up and say, hey, on Thursday, I want to go to, to the mountains. Yeah. Well, you can do that because you're working part-time or you're working at your leisure, but you're you're not uh, you're not dependent on that paycheck to be able to go to the mountains. Yeah, see, and that's what retirement yeah. is. Yeah, and so when we look at what Americans fear the most, and this is a survey that came out uh, from the Allstate Insurance Group. Okay, yeah. And number one, well, tell me, what do you think the number one fear that, uh, and this is percentage-wise, and they, I don't know, it doesn't say how many people they interviewed, and I've never been polled, Chris. Have you been polled? Uh, no, I have not. Yeah, but they've polled a lot of people. And I think they were policyholders, but I don't know what they didn't say. But what do you think the number one fear? And they have one, two, three, four, five, six. They got about tw- thirteen different fears here. What do okay. you think the number one fear of Americans is? Um, I would say the number one fear, at least surely my number one fear, is not having enough money to cover expenses. Okay, what kind of just any kind of expenses? Any kind of expense, you know, rent now, uh, but rent and retirement also, you know, just through my life, not being able to cover what I need, like your beer money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's Whiskey important. Money. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the number one fear here: eighty-one percent of folks express this as a fear. Pay bills in case of disability. Oh, wow. So disability. Now, when we think about disability, it's never going to happen to us. It always happens to the person next door or exactly. down the road or, or somebody else you heard about. But uh, but a lot of people are getting disabled. And the problem there is we – and I've heard that, I've heard this one, t- one time after another – is that we are only a couple paychecks away from being homeless. You've heard that yeah. too, haven't you, oh, in yeah. America? 
So number two fear, though, 77% of the folks said this, too, is fear that their money won't last. And number three is tied with that. So it's like just under that is the ability to pay for children's education. Now, education's got expensive, too. It is. That's a whole different show. We'll talk about it some (laughs) other time. I want to talk about the fear that the money won't last because that's a fear that doesn't have to exist. It's like when I was telling my dad back in the day that he was – I was supposed to be – I was a guy, so I was supposed to be tough and a man. But this was like maybe in like first grade. <laughs> I was having trouble sleeping because I thought something was under the bed. And yeah. It would run from under the bed into the closet. Yeah. You yeah. Know, back and forth. <laughs> and uh, and he basically said, uh, stop being afraid of that because that's not true. You, you don't have to be afraid of that. Here's why. So rather than turn the lights on, which I can't sleep with the lights on. Some people can. Oh, I do. I sleep with a TV on too. I did a great job in like college sleeping <laughs> with the lights on. But that's in class, right? So that's, that's a whole different story. But – the beauty of this is, and the frustration with this to me as well, is that that worry, the number two worry, 77% of folks saying they fear their money won't last, can easily be eliminated if you have the right plan. Exactly. And, you know, it's always it's obviously on people's minds because it's the top three out of, what do you say, 13. It's well, all money-related. Yes. But, but you know, if you focus on risk management, and we talk about that uh, at the intro, I talked about this, this gigantic study I have from Purdue University. You know, my daughter, Nikki. Yeah. Went to Purdue University, yeah. and she's 33 now. She graduated, oh, gosh, about 12 years ago. <laughs> and But the great thing is when I used to visit her, I formed some pretty good relationships here, met some really cool people. And so they share these studies with me. And this was – they have a great financial planning department there. Oh, now, really? Nikki didn't ma- – she did not major in financial planning, but – but Purdue comes out with good studies, so guess what? I get my hands on them. Yeah. And then they have all different different segments and units of this study, and I printed them all out. You see them all over the place here. They're they're gigantic too. Each each segment is is gigantic. Yeah. But Stack. unit number four in this in this eight part series is focus on risk management. Okay. Now risk management can mean many things. I was told growing up because I had a friend, indirect friend, a friend of my brother's, in the summertime went to a neighbor's house. They have they were horse playing at the pool. Chris, that never happens, does it? Horse playing at the pool. <laughs> not at all. They were told not to, but you know, when you're told not to, what do you want to do? do you do it more. Yeah, you do it more. <laughs> and so they were told not to jump head first into these little uh, inner tube floats they had. Oh, they were what yeah. the guys were doing. There were girls. You know, here's what happened, Chris. There were girls there, and once there's girls there, guys show off. They're exactly. never, you know, that's like the peacock that pokes, pokes his chest out with the so feathers. It's an immediate IQ reduction of 100 points. Yeah. So what this fella did, and and, uh, and I'll tell you, the the the, uh, the outcome was not good. And he didn't practice good risk management as a yeah. as a as a high school guy. He jumped. Head first, and hit the side of the inner tube instead of going in the middle and coming out. You know, what you do is you jump through the middle and you do, you know, float you can float up at the, the top donut, and so put your head in the, your hand there and say, "Hey, I'm cool." Well, yeah. he hit the side of the donut and he was paralyzed for life. And luckily, people were there to, to jump in and save him because he couldn't swim. He, he yeah. was immediately paralyzed and still is, but the, he's still alive though, so he's lucky to have yeah. his life. But still, he didn't practice good risk management. But we all have done stupid things. We all have. So we all are still doing stupid things, too, when it comes to the money world a lot of times because we're sitting on these gigantic lump sums that we have in, in our 401Ks or 403Bs or thrift savings plans, and we haven't taken the next step. The next step is what? A lot of people say, hey, I don't need a next step. I've got enough money to retire right now. I've got this gigantic lump sum. And I say, well, that's great. What are you going to do with that lump sum? And then we hear the crickets. You know, exactly. Crickets come in. And so there you go, crickets. Yep, there right? we go. And so what do you mean? What am I going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to take money out, and I'm going to spend it on retirement, and everything's going to be fine. I said, well, what if that money goes away? What if we have – because it's all in the market usually. Yeah. I said, what if we have a bad market environment when you're taking money out to live on? And they said, oh, the, money, the market will come back. It always does. And well, I said, well, yeah, but the money you're taking out to live on is not going to be in there to come back. <laughs> exactly. Think about that. So exactly. if we have a drawdown from ourselves and then we have a market drawdown, we're not going to be able to get that money back. So the, the secret is to practice something I call a bucketing or laddering strategy and have a financial plan turn into a retirement plan. It's called retirement income planning. 
And, you know, back in the day, we all heard about people who had a pension. They'd work for a company and then they retire and they get a check from the company for the rest of their life. That's a pension. Yeah. Those have gone away for the most part. So what do you do? You say, well, gosh, Coach Pete's talking about we need a pension, but they don't offer them. Well, you can get your own. <laughs> Because those were group pensions tied to a group account. Everybody, they put a big, gigantic amount in there. And then basically it was almost like a Ponzi scheme because a lot of the pension plans would depend on new money coming exactly. in to pay for the old money. Yeah. Sort of like Social Security. If there was a way where you could just take a portion of the money you have in the market, your portion of your lump sum, and put it into a place where it could be devoted to have lifetime income that would be consistent, persistent, and reliable, and have set up in that bucketing strategy more than one bucket – you could have increasing income throughout your life because things get more expensive, Chris. I've seen this in my 52 oh, exactly, years. I'm yeah. sure you do too. So you need your money to grow when you're not using it, which is common sense. You want to protect it from the downward trends of the market. If the market ever goes down, there is a way to isolate money from that, put a force field around a certain portion of money where you never have to worry about running out of money. And then in the future, when you decide, very very key phrase there too, when you decide, folks, exactly. not when somebody else decides, when you decide, you start taking a monthly or yearly income from that amount that you can never outlive, and we call that a financial fill-up. And if you're one of the next 10 people who call, we'll do at your very own comprehensive financial green print for you based on where you are right now. We'll help you figure out where all your money is. We'll diagram it out, and then we'll make recommendations and suggestions to get you on the right track based on what you want to have happen in the future. This is a customized, tailor-fit plan. We've seen others charge over $1,000 or more for this. We're going to waive our fee for the next 10 people who call, we can also help you review your tax returns. We'll set up your retirement income goal. That's money needed to cover the costs of enjoying your retirement and your lifestyle. And we'll analyze your current investments to establish the real cost and fees. Many of you listening are way overpaying and don't realize it. We call those financial termites. And we'll help you figure out your calculated risk exposure level also based on the risk you're taking right now. What kind of catastrophe could happen to your portfolio if the market went the wrong way? But we'll do all that as well as an income plan if you call right now. The number to call is 800 851 1636. When you call, you will receive a comprehensive retirement review showing where you are now, but most importantly, a roadmap to get you where you need to be. In short, folks, you have nothing to lose. Call on in. That number once again is 800-851-1636. Again, that's 800-851-1636. Yeah, very important. I think it's just important that we, we make sure to get educated properly. Get a plan with a team that's never had a complaint and be confident in what's going on in the future. Folks, when we come back, we're going to talk about how to pay yourself first. We're also going to go over the income transition, how to transfer from lump sum to lifetime income. Talk 1370, the right choice. folks, welcome back into the Financial Safari. I'm joined, as always, by your host, veteran of the financial arena, registered fiduciary, as well as retirement income certified professional, Coach Pete DeRuto. Welcome back in, Coach. It's been a great show so far. I'm looking forward to the rest of it. And we usually have Chuck Caton on. He's on vacation. We'll call it, wait, he's on assignment, I mean. He's on assignment, yes. Yeah, good old Chuck. <laughs> probably listening to the show, though. You he, know probably Chuck is. Is. he probably is. I know he's having fun. Yeah, uh, he's always having you fun. You know, on his tour here, we're going to call it. Yeah, what a great guy. Well, Coach, you know, I've got a sounder I want to play for you. I think you'll uh, recognize it. Coach goes in back and row. You cannot be serious. Be serious. Be serious. <laughs> well, this is usually when I have a complaint. Usually. And I've got a doozy this week, Chris. All right. Months ago, I ordered some uh, Neil Armstrong gold pieces from the U.S. Mint. They're, they were a quarter 
oh, ounce yeah. each. Yeah. And I thought it'd be a great gift to give to. I've got two daughters, one to each daughter. Yeah. And not right away. Well, I'm going to give one to Nikki, who's 33, sometime. Hopefully, hopefully she's not listening to the show because I want to know <laughs> it's a gift. But Carrie's 13, so she'll she'll see it and it'll go back in my safe. Yes. Yeah. But. <laughs> All right, so I so I ordered these and from the U.S. Mint ahead of time. You know, you go to U.S. Mint, it's a really cool site, by the way, really good government for a government site. It's it a really is. cool site, and ordered these ahead of time because I didn't want to have them run out or whatever happens. So I ordered them a couple months ahead of time, and I put my credit card in like you always do, and then I forgot about it like you always do, right? <laughs> yes. And then they eventually arrived at the office a couple weeks ago, which I was tickled to death. But then three bills arrived in successive days from the U.S. Mint saying I owed for those. Oh. And here's what happened. It was, it was months ago when I ordered them, put the credit card in. Now, you guys know what happens to me. I travel a lot, and when I travel a lot, people steal my credit card. They really yep, do. You know yep. I mean? And so, which is a pain in the behind. It is. <laughs> when your credit card's stolen, when I have so many of like I have a lot of things attached to this card, some automatic billing. And mm-hmm. by the way, this is a double macro. Because Time Warner Cable, which what do they call themselves now? Spectrum. Spectrum, yes. All right, so I have I have automatic bill, so they bill my card and everything's fine. I won't have to worry about not paying the bill, right? Because yeah. who wants to lose their cable? Everybody, but that's a different story. <laughs> well, what happens there is I have automatic bill with Time Warner. I'm going to go back to the mint, but okay. I've got okay. And so here's what happens when the credit card is stolen, and like is this happened? This happened a couple months ago when it when it got stolen. Is it got stolen the day the Time Warner was uh, was was billing, and so of course the credit card company canceled the card. Time Warner billed the card, and it and it wasn't accepted. Time Warner was generous enough to hit me with a twenty five dollar bounce check fee. Oh, that's now how was giving them a credit card a bounce check? By the way, it's not. I don't know. And so what we usually do, it takes a lot of time. We have to call through the phone tree at Time Warner, what's called customer no service, right? Yes. And my secretary finally gets to somebody who can waive that fee because it's not a bounce check fee. It's not. I've got the money. The credit card just didn't work because it was stolen, yeah. not because I declined to, to use it. All right. So anyway, that makes me mad. And so that makes me mad. <laughs> I could have used that another week. But so, so, so Spectrum, you need to straighten that out. I'm, I'm paying my bill, and it's not my fault. But the U.S. Mint. So I, they had the credit card. But Chris, for some reason, some, some genius over there decided to send me my gold pieces without making sure my card got billed. Oh, because, hey, look at that. And then they realized <laughs> it. And, of course, now it's my fault. Within 10 days, contact us and pay your bill. So I'm um, – Get right on the phone like I do. I try yeah. to pay the bill. I call the number they give me. I get someone there. They want to verify 15,000 things about me. I say, wait, I'm calling to pay a bill, not not to rob the mint. So yeah. I'm not <laughs> wanting to buy something. I want to pay a bill. So they go through this thing for like five minutes with me, you know, verifying my mother's maiden name, all the kind of stuff they ask. Yeah. Then they say, well, what are you calling for? I said, I just got done telling you I want to pay the bill. <laughs> oh, well, we can't accept credit cards here. You'll have to wait for the credit company, the credit processing unit to call you back. Oh, okay. I said, well, how long that's going to take? I'm here right now. Good. Transfer me over. Oh, we can't do that. They have to call you back. Oh. Two days later, they call me back. I'm in the studio, like yeah. I am a lot of times. He leaves a message, the same number that I called earlier. I call back, <laughs> go through the same thing, and guess what? The, the nice lady tells me at the end. They, they after after I'm back. talking to her and she says, when you're done, I'll tell you, like she had an attitude. You can just picture her putting her hands on her hips on the phone. <laughs> She said, well, someone will have to call you back. I said, I just got done doing that. Now, I really did feel like John McEnroe, and to this day, it's still not resolved. I'm surprised you don't have a new phone after all that because I'd have thrown money. I still have my gold coins. <laughs> so U.S. Mint, if you want the money, I'm ready to pay. Have somebody call me. <laughs> and they don't. there's no other way to pay it. They, they, there's no uh, fax. We, like, fill this form out and fax well, it back. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you have government. to talk to one of their whatever. And so – Probably have to plead the fifth when you talk to him, whatever. But yes. anyway, that's that. And uh, 
Uh, it's probably happened to other people, but it is. I said, I'm trying to pay you money. You're the U.S. Mint. You make money. Wouldn't you want to collect money from someone when yes. they're ready to pay? Well, I'm sorry, sir. That's not our department. Yeah, that's another words. Set for money coming in. That's not my job. I heard to them. All right. Well, what is your job then? You know, what is, what are their jobs? Is their job to harass me when I call and to tell it, me that someone's going to call back? All right. So, <laughs> and I'm not retired, so I don't have time to be messing around like that. And most people I talk to in retirement have more have more things on their to do list than I have as a working person. Yeah. And so, let's talk about the income transition into retirement. And okay. I'm writing a new book called Math Is Money, and it's going to be out soon. This is chapter four in the book, and it's talking about when we have a big lump sum and we're approaching retirement, which new studies have shown most people don't want to even think about retirement. They want to be able to think about doing what they want to do when they want to do it, but the word retirement means it's, it's got a negative connotation of sitting on a chair whittling or, oh, yeah. or sitting on a different chair watching Jerry Springer. Not your granddad's retirement. Does or what we're Bob after. Barker or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so it's not, it's not that way anymore, but retirement to most folks now is making sure you have enough money to do what you want to do when you want to do it. Exactly. And how do you do that? Well, you have to go through an income transition. The income transition is when the company stops sending you a paycheck, and now you have to invent your own paychecks by, number one, correctly filing Social Security. And we help folks with that every single day, making sure you're taking the right option because you can cost yourselves over $100,000 over your lifetime by taking the wrong option. And they're not going to tell you what option to take when you go into the office because their job is to help you file the forms. Now, we don't work for the Social Security Administration, but we – know which options to take, yes. recommendations. And if we can recommend that you take an option that's going to get you more money, why wouldn't you want to hear about that? And, and after you make your selection, you don't have too much time to undo that selection if you make the wrong one. So why not do it the right way to begin with? Same thing with retirement, Chris. For sitting on a lump sum in a 401K, which most of you listening are sitting on a lump sum somewhere, ask yourself this. When I retire, how much am I going to be able to take out of that lump sum each and every month, and not run out of money before I run out of breath. Exactly, and that's you know it's not as much. You can have millions or a million in there, and it's you cannot take money out for well, as long as. you But that's think. a question that'll keep you up at night, though. It will. When you ask yourself that question, how much can I take out of this lump sum, and not run out of money? Because Chris, there's no right answer because it depends on where that money is tied to. That that's in a lump sum. If that money's in the market, it could go way up. Yeah, you could be able to take out more money in retirement. You could also go way down, and you could run out of money retirement. Exactly. If the money's sitting in like a CD at a bank, earning one percent, well, you're not going to be, you're never going to have an increase income, mm -hmm. and you may run out of money. So those were the two choices that people were looking at. We're taking it out completely, put it under a pillow, and every day you wake up, you reach out, pull a couple dollars, yeah. and go on with your day. That's the retirement that you say we, you know, all the time. We don't want that retirement. We don't want to wake up in the morning and turn on the news to see if you still have money. By yeah. watching the stock market. Well, and this is not – it's something a lot of people are thinking about right before retirement, but you can start thinking about this in your 20s and plan correctly, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, even 70s. But the transition goes from dedicating a certain part of that lump sum into a place that now will guarantee you a lifetime income. Yeah. And if you haven't had that explained, if you don't have an income plan attached to your financial plan, you don't have a retirement plan, and everyone listening needs a retirement plan, in addition to – Social Security. So in the 20s, and I break it down in the book, in the 20s, learn to budget wisely. Now, I, most people I talk to in their 60s and 70s still don't know how to budget. <laughs> and it's not your fault. No one ever taught you that. And you, know, you want to have, again, more money coming in than going out. That's a, that's a correct budget. What happens yeah. to most people? More money goes out than comes in. Exactly. And that can't keep up over time because 
we're not the government. We can't print more money if we need more money. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Yep. Become a disciplined saver in your 20s. In your 30s, reduce your debts. Manage your credit. In 40s, build your assets. Protect your assets at, as you get into the 40s. And then when you hit 50s, focus on retirement planning. Take care of your physical health, which we shouldn't be doing yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but it becomes more of an issue. And then as we get 60s and older, we need to decide when to start collecting Social Security. We need to focus on estate planning, which is how to pass our money on when we're not here. And by the way, I've got a book. Uh, it, we've edited it and updated it called The Little Green Book of Life. Yeah, I like that one. Which is 109 pages, and every single page is interactive where you fill out. It asks you stuff, and you fill it out in there so that you can pass on to your next of kin so they can know they're doing the right thing. Everyone who calls right now, all that, as well as your very own income transition plan showing you where you are right now as you transfer into retirement. If you're 50 or older, you're in what I call the financial red zone. It's time to at least sit down and get an analysis of where you are right now, making sure that dirty tricks aren't being played in your portfolio, make sure you understand what's going to happen as we get into retirement, and having a true plan put together by a true planning team that incorporates risk and safety together, but then adds one third element, income. If you don't have income, you don't have the retirement plan, I will put my stamp of approval on your plan if you come in and it's fine. And it's great to find out that everything's fine, but a lot of times it's not. When you want to know it's not and have the correct steps necessary to get it back on track, we do that for you. The next three callers enjoy that. So tell them how they can do that. When you call in, you will receive a comprehensive retirement review that will show you where you are now. But much more important, it will show you a roadmap to get you where you need to be. Folks, there really is nothing to lose. Call on in and take advantage. That number once again is 800-851-1636. Again, that's 800-851-1636. And we'll be right back after this. This is such a blow to investors. Right now, it takes courage to face up to things like volatile markets and Wall Street money traps. If you're worried, unsure, or losing sleep about your money, do something about it. Call Phil Capriotti at 800 851 1636. Again, that's 800 so folks welcome back into the financial safari great day great show having fun talking about income planning talking about ways to make sure that we're doing the right thing as we get to and through retirement no matter what age you are it's never too soon or too late to get that proper plan with a proper team put together a lot of people are searching, Chris, for the right team. Uh, they they want to feel confident that, the number one, the team's not going to go away. Number yeah. two, they're giving the right advice to you. Number three, they're fiduciaries. Folks, if you're not dealing with a financial fiduciary, what are you waiting for? Because fiduciaries, by law, have to put your needs above their needs. They have to do what's right for you 100% of the time, not 99% of the time, 100% of the time, making sure that you fully understand what's going on, and fiduciaries cannot take commissions out of your money. Big, yeah. big thing, Chris. That is a big thing. Because if you have a broker and they claim to be a fiduciary as well, but if they're taking commissions out of your account, they're not a fiduciary because yeah. that's called a mixed messaging. That's it conflict is. of interest. If you're working with a big company, a big box financial company, a lot of times they have one staff that's fiduciaries, another staff that isn't, <laughs> and that's intermingling. I don't exactly. like that. So you either are or you aren't. That's one thing I told uh, 
old girlfriend back in the day <laughs> when she wasn't really sure if we were going to date anymore. I said, you either are cheating on me or you're not cheating on me. One of those things. <laughs> exactly. So let's figure it out the right way as we go along. But uh, that's really very important to me that you have the right plan. And, you know, Coach, uh, just in time here, I've noticed we have some theme music going. Hulking figure has just walked into the studio. It is former center for UNC basketball as well as planner Marty Hensley. Welcome into the studio, Marty. He sat right in the center between Dean Smith and Roy Williams on the bench. Chris, it's your definition of a star there. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> so how are you doing, Marty? I Doing good, Chris. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Glad to have you in studio alongside me and Coach. Um, you know, having a great show going so far. It's going to get even better now that you're here. And you are actually just in time. You know, Coach Marty, we get a ton of emails every day through our info at financialsafari.com email address. And we go through all of them, but uh, I've got some really, really great questions here that really pertain to what we're talking about, Coach and Marty. Well, the great thing is we don't see these ahead of time, so I like to be surprised with the questions. So (laughs) hopefully they don't ask personal questions. (laughs) I screened out all the personal ones. Okay, so these are these. I'm looking forward to these, Marty, and you're here, so you help me with some of these answers. That's the perfect team here. It's the perfect team. So, you know, first off, we've got John. His question, Coach and Marty, when you're separating from your spouse, do you need a financial advisor? Or does your attorney just handle all of that stuff? It's a team effort, isn't it, Marty? It is absolutely a team effort. Obviously, the attorney would have a large portion to do with all the uh, the yeah. legal part of that. But obviously, the, when you're splitting and talking about splitting accounts and taking control of different accounts, you would absolutely want to talk to a financial advisor to be sure, especially with retirement accounts, because you want to be able to be sure to take in the tax consequences of how those accounts potentially be split up among the spouse. You know what worries me a lot of times is when you have financial advisors acting like attorneys especially if they have certain designations and they think that they are attorneys, but they didn't go to law school. Absolutely. And on the other side, what worries me is attorneys acting like financial advisors. Attorneys, my wife's an attorney. My brother's an attorney. They spend a lot of time every single week re-educating themselves and going continuing education. They went to school for being an attorney. They didn't learn financial planning in law school. And so same thing with a lot of CPAs. So a lot of folks, because they have that designation of an attorney, they, they think that that attorney knows everything. And I've seen a lot of people create gigantic messes by taking financial advice from people who aren't licensed in the financial world. And just like you've, you take legal advice from someone who's not an attorney, right, Marty? Coach, I could not agree more. Approximately 17 years ago, I had a gentleman that walked into my office. He said that his attorney said that he could roll over a decedent IRA that he had inherited from his father. And I explained to him very clearly that he could not roll that over, but a decedent IRA could be transferred. Right. And he said, no, 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 no. My attorney told me that I could do that. So well, therefore, my attorney's smarter than you, Marty. That's exactly right. So he took his attorney's advice, and that generated a hundred and seventy-nine thousand dollar tax bill for him in that following tax year. So now we got to meet his CPA. That's exactly right. <laughs> it's a team approach, man. It is. And then one person can't put all those hats on. The old saying is "Jack of all trades, master of none." I want someone who specializes in one area, and that's what we do. We we just we're financial planners. We're 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 experts in that. I think we're investment advisors. We're true fiduciaries putting everyone's needs ahead of ours, making sure a complete plan's done. That's absolutely right. I, I, I tried to make a joke with that gentleman. I said, well, sir, I don't go to my mechanic if my tooth hurts. Yeah. And I said that. <laughs> Usually go to your mechanic and wallet hurts. Yeah, that's yep, exactly yep. right. So, you know, I, I think he learned his lesson. He learned it the hard way. But yep. to answer your question, Chris, absolutely. It would be a team effort. It would be a group approach. And we would let the attorney take care of all the legal advice. We're certainly not going to give any legal advice. Right. And, we, and we're not allowed by law to give any tax advice. You know, even financial advice. We give generic advice here on the radio. But the only way to get the real advice is get your real plan, your personalized, customized financial green print, we call it. And, folks, I know most of you are listening saying, I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, 
or I'll make an appointment to not show up or whatever <laughs> like that. Make an appointment. No cost or obligation. If you call right now, we'll waive our planning fees. So, you know, next up, Coach, we have another question. This one is from Michelle. She has a 401K through her company, and everything seems automated with it. You know, the money just comes out of her check, and she's assuming that she doesn't even need to look at it. But what she wants to know is, is that true, and can a financial advisor help her with this? And, you know, Coach, I remember being in this situation not long ago. Well, so it's good to leave things alone when you're putting it away. You don't want to micromanage it, but you do want to pay attention to your money, don't you, Marty? That's absolutely right. The biggest advantage that goes along with the 401k is a term in our business called dollar cost averaging. You are investing money into that investment in a periodic and systematic way, no matter what's going on with the overall market. So when it comes to those 401ks, and Coach is exactly right, you said it, you forget it, but you do want to revisit that plan ever so often to be sure that you're allocated correctly, that your goals and objectives are commensurate with how the money's invested. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah, you want to set it and forget it like the guy did with the chicken back in the day on the TV. Remember the chicken <laughs> set it and forget it. If you leave it alone enough, it'll be nice and tasty when you take it. If you take it out too soon, you get in trouble, you, you go to the doctor. Yep, that's you get exactly salmonella, right. right? Yep, so that's exactly right. Leave it in too long, it's looking like the Three Stooges made it. I, I tell folks when it, when it comes to the 401k, you know, they're always trying to what we call chase returns. It's kind of like going down the highway. There's four lanes. What are you constantly doing? You're, you're constantly going from lane to lane to lane. You know, this is going to be the fastest lane. This is going to be the fastest lane. And they're typically trying to chase the returns. And that's where the biggest mistake is made. Have a good, solid, individualized plan and stick with it, Chris. You know, many times driving that road is that uh, I have different names for them, but the, uh, the the moron going in and out of the traffic, <laughs> cutting in front of people, and then you get to up to a stoplight. Guess who's on when you look to your left? Guess who's over there? The moron. Yeah, <laughs> he, he didn't work. It didn't do anything for him, and, he, and he's putting his life at risk and everyone around him by weaving in and out of traffic. So that's my road rage moment. There, <laughs> another now, another goes Mac and moment. Info right. at financialsafari.com. Info at financialsafari.com. If you want to hear your name and question uh, answered on the air. Chris, we have any more? Oh, yeah, we have a ton, Coach, and I think we got time for one more. This one actually comes from Christy. So uh, she was actually talking to somebody, another 401K question, Coach and Marty. Cool, she cool. was talking to somebody about her 401K, and this individual referenced her 403B. So, you know, what is that? Are they the same, and should she have both? Well, in, back in 1991, I started working with teachers, and I showed them how to save with a pre-tax dollar through their paycheck. It was called a 403B. It's a federal savings program. The 401K came after that. And same way, it's a way to save with your pre-tax dollar. And so what, what was the question on this? She, she wanted to know so, if they were the same yeah. thing? Does she know, are they the same, And but does she need both? They have different rules, some little uh, intricacies there that are a little different. But I, I think the more she can save, the better. Marty, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the premise is the same. I mean, the money is going in pre-tax, which is huge advantage. Like we talked about in our last question, it forces you to dollar cost average into the market, which long-term is an excellent way to do that. But for all intents and purposes, for her purposes, it's going to work much the same way. And the, the biggest benefit is it's going in pre-tax. And yeah. that's yeah. the biggest advantage there. And that balance, what you get, it's a lump sum. We need to turn that into an income down the road. You know, building a future for your retirement starts with creating your financial portfolio. So what we'll do for you, we're going to create a total retirement plan. And this will encompass income planning, looking at your IRAs and your 401ks, making sure you're not forgetting those 401ks you may have left behind, not in your current job, but your other jobs. And I think the worst thing to do many times is rolling your your last 401ks into your current 401k. We'll also help you by going through tax planning. We'll, We'll work with a team of CPAs to put a tax plan together for you, making sure you're protecting your behind, from the tax man as we go forward, because taxes have done more damage to portfolios than a lot of other things. We'll also identify some financial termites. Those are risk, fees, and expenses. 
We'll help you identify those and eliminate them and put together your very own financial green print. If you're one of the next 10 callers who have at least 200000 saved for retirement, now our strategies work best for those of you with over a million dollars saved for retirement, but as long as you have 200000 this offer is for you. Get started today. Give a call right now. You know, the first step really is to sit down with a financial coach. If something that we're talking about on the show today resonates with you and you feel the need to just get that second opinion, or if you want to make sure your plan really is aligned with your goals and that very important risk tolerance that we talk about, just call in and you can meet with Phil Capriotti, who is Coach Pete's local trusted financial coach in the Austin area, and his team will translate for you that complex financial world into very clear instructions. To take advantage of this true practical retirement review, all you have to do is call us in 800-851-1636 and you will receive a comprehensive retirement review that'll show you where you are now, but much more importantly, a roadmap to get you where you need to be. That number once again is 800-851-1636. Again, that's 800 800- Eight five one one six three six. When we come back, we're going to talk about five mistakes to avoid as you approach retirement, and we'll be right back after this. Talk thirteen seven. I love to see the power of having a true total retirement income plan in place. And in the break there, I know we, me and Chris tried to corner you there, Coach, see if we could <laughs> explore this topic a little bit more because I think it's something a lot of folks are, quite frankly, they're missing out on a much more enjoyable retirement by not having it. Thomas, the most confusing part to me of this is, is many people listening have what they need to retire comfortably, but they are taking way too much risk to, to supposedly, hopefully, make more money, I guess, but, but huh. it doesn't always work out like that. Sure. It's a great article in Money Magazine, The Insane Amount of Millionaires Say They Need to Be Happy. Oh, really? <laughs> they okay. interviewed yeah. 4,000 millionaires, uh-huh. and uh, they had to talk to people with at least $8 million to, to get to find people that were truly happy okay wow so that's the the two comma retirement we talk about so you know two commas is two commas in a million yeah yeah but you need it's people when you get two commas you want three commas so it's like fear and greed right there but but and the it, the people with eight million dollars felt a little happier than the people with 7.9 million believe it, it or not and there was a very okay. distinct difference between 7.9 million and eight million hmm. even though it's only a hundred thousand dollars different yeah sure yeah, yeah that's funny and inside inside the study they said that millionaires who had made their own wealth they, in other words, they made it on their own. The study showed were indeed happier than those who inherited it or basically married into it. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And so makes the, sense. The, sure. the punchline of the story was, so if inheriting wealth makes you less happy, perhaps you shouldn't give it to your kids. Should not give it to your kids. <laughs> so if they're not going to be happy, spend it yourself. There Take you it away. <laughs> Love it. Amazing study, though. $8 million. I mean, I think I'd be pretty happy. Oh, yeah. I oh, think yeah. I'd be quite right. Maybe I wouldn't quite be as happy with 7.9. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I think I would suffer with that. What do you think, Chris? I'd, it would be a horrible <laughs> life. There was uh, also uh, an article I saw about be careful what you put in your obituaries. And this is very really? important because yeah. that's a time when – and we have – 
We have telemarketers call our company all yeah, the time. Just had one yesterday. They try to act like they're uh, they're researching whatever. They're finding yeah. information on you. And if there's maybe one employee in the in the company that doesn't doesn't realize they shouldn't talk to strangers. Yeah. <laughs> My parents told me that a long time ago. And they are getting yes. Better. But what they do is uh, identity theft. So if you put someone's side, there's a lot of dead people voting. We've heard that before. Oh right? yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Or where they can get a credit card in the person's name because you talk a lot about the person in the obituary. Mm-hmm. You put their name, their address, oh, and then wow. a Google search can reveal other things. Sure. And so. There's also something called a grandparents scam. Scammers use name published in obits to pose as grandchildren of the deceased, calling grieving survivors with sob stories about being mugged or arrested or need money for car trouble. That wow. kind of thing. Oh. Yeah, Shameless. and then deceptive debt collection. So they see your uh, your relative in the in the obituary, and they call you saying, "Well, Grandpa owed me." $5,000. Really? That kind of thing. Ooh, okay. Uh, all sorts of things. There's fictitious life insurance. Also, very important, if you put a obituary there, if, if it puts a person's name, people can do a Google search, find out where that person lived, and go rob the place. There you go. Yeah. You know, yeah. Very, very important yeah. that, that you be very careful what you put in the obituaries. You know, the funny thing is, when I used to visit my grandparents when they were alive, and I would sit at the kitchen table and eat lunch, my grandpa would have the the paper would come about lunchtime okay, in yeah. in this New England town, and you guys again. This is another trivia question. I think everyone will get this. I think both of you guys. Will, what I'm going to ask both of you, you guys stick to your answers, okay? All right. All right. What is the first section of the paper my grandparents turned to? <laughs> Sports obituaries. Obituaries. <laughs> okay. okay. Got to see okay. who you beat, man. Obituaries. <laughs> and so sports. Come on. Uh, I had to try. I had to try. <laughs> We're talking about grandies. You ain't looking at sports. <laughs> but no, it was obituaries. And then uh, I don't know what the next section was. It's, it's a very far second. So first, uh, so huh, yeah. so Thomas got the. The long-term care window yeah, today. Chris, Chris made I'm a redeemed. really good comeback on that. <laughs> now, if you are one of the next 20 callers as we leave for the week, we will review for you tax returns to uncover long-term tax issues that exist in your IRAs like, and also capital gains in your stock picks and, and your Social Security taxes. We're also going to help you by establishing your retirement income goal. That's money needed to cover the cost of enjoying your lifestyle, not just getting by. Folks, the most important parts of the next two, though, we're going to help you by analyzing your current investments to establish the real cost and fees and the calculated risk exposure level. Based on the risk you're taking right now, how much of your money is exposed to the next market downturn? And finally, the most important part is we're going to determine the percentage of assets needed to protect future income needs, considering taxes and inflation, and building to you your complete income plan. If you are one of the next 20 callers with at least 200000 this plan's for you. Just like we've been tackling problems on the show today, we can help you assess your plan and your outlook for retirement to make sure that you are on a secure path. This limited but complimentary review will help you determine how prepared your investments are to handle all the retirement pitfalls we talk about on the show. Those include inflation, Social Security, healthcare emergencies, so many things, the stock market volatility, risk, taxation. But here's the thing, folks. Most important, we want to show you how to produce a lifetime retirement income plan. That's right, folks, an income plan to last your entire lifetime, not just the lifespan of a bank account. Now, to call in and meet with Phil Capriotti, who is Coach Pete's local trusted coach in the Austin area, is 800-851-1636. When you call in, you will receive a comprehensive retirement review that will show you where you are now, but much more important, it will show you a roadmap to get you where you need to be. Folks, there really is nothing to lose. Call on in and take advantage. That number, once again, is 800-851-1636. Again, that's 800-851-1636. Well, for T-Money, 
For Rocket Man Chris and for Parker Holland, this is Coach Pete. We'll see you next week right here on the Financial Safari. Coach Pete Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.